Good evening. Welcome to the PSI Monthly Podcast. My name is Kat, and I will be your host for this evening. And on behalf of PSI Seminars, welcome to the podcast. PSI has been offering personal growth seminars around the world for 45 years. And each month on these trainings, we explore tools and techniques from the PSI Basic Course as a free resource for you in your ongoing personal growth and self-improvement. For those of you who are new to PSI Seminars and would like to find out more, about our basic course, you can go to psibasicseminar.com. Tonight, we are talking about when disaster strikes and how to find your brilliance in the midst of adversity. We have an amazing guest with us this evening, our very own director of training, Kathy Quinlan Perez. She has been in the personal growth industry for over 30 years, and in addition to the PSI Basic Seminar, she facilitates both the Life Success Course and the Women's Leadership Seminar. Kathy, are you with us? I most certainly am. Wonderful. Uh, well, thank you very much, Kat, and I am uh, actually very honored to be able to do this particular topic tonight. You know, I am in the midst of Psy 7, as uh, I think some people might have seen some of my video clips I was getting a little excited about doing videos. It was quite fun. But I'm excited to actually do this podcast for everybody is because it's such an apropos thing to talk about, especially today, as the anniversary of 9-11, which was a huge, huge disaster that hit every single one of us, all oh, so many hundreds of hundreds of millions of people around the world, but truly did hit us right here at home. And in fact, when we were talking about that earlier today, is I was actually at a Psy 7 during that. And one of the things that I just want to say to everyone on this call is one of the things that I hope that you walk away with from this call is that, yes, in the midst of a disaster, it feels horrible. And we have so many different emotions. But I promise you, when we get through it, we become and we become better, we become stronger, and we absolutely become much more connected. Because one of the things that I've always noticed about us as human beings, which I talk about a lot in the classes, all of us do, is that you know when there's when a disaster strikes, we actually come together. But why is it that a disaster has to strike for us to actually come together? And we'll touch that we'll touch on that a little bit later in the call. But I wanted to really start off because the other day I had somewhat of it just kind of hit me. I was sitting outside, and for those of you that kept track of what was happening on uh, High Valley Ranch with the fire, I want you to know that it is actually looking amazing. And it is so inspiring what Mother Nature can do, and even more inspiring about what human beings can do when they work with Mother Nature. Because this morning we did the incredible walk up the mountain during Site 7. I don't want to say a whole lot more about that for those of you that haven't come yet and will be coming. But, it, you know, I was a little bit concerned about, wow, what's it going to look like at the top of the mountain? And I got to tell you, when I got to that top of the mountain, I was brought to tears of the strength, the strength that this land has and the strength that every single person that prayed for this land, what you actually brought to saving it. And so it really it speaks volumes to what we're really talking about tonight. And as I was thinking about this call, I was sitting outside and I was thinking about, okay, so disasters. Okay, so how do I prepare my for, myself for a disaster? And all of a sudden, it was like I just had this epiphany. And it is, it's the things that we do in our life on a daily practice that actually prepare us for the disaster. And I know that might sound a little like, what are you talking about, Kathy? But I, as I look at, here we are. I mean, we're doing this, uh, a podcast with Scythe Seminars. We are absolutely 100% a stand for this work, for the basic, the life success course, for leadership seminars, for the next 10, for PLD. We are all about personal growth. So we come into the basic seminar and we learn tools and we learn all these things that eye-opening, like, oh my gosh, if I actually started to practice this. So I really started to take that one on and thinking about it. And that's really what I want to bring out to everyone tonight, is that <clears throat> it's about who we are before a disaster strikes 
that's how we're going to show up in a disaster. So if I am not really grounded in me, if I'm not grounded in my purpose, if I don't have internal alignment, the truth is anything can happen that's going to throw me off course. But if I am truly practicing the work, if I am doing my relaxation cycle, if I am taking good care of myself health-wise, if I'm working out, if I'm eating right, if I'm being kind to myself, if I'm being kind to other people, if I'm looking out and going, find a need and fill it, where I'm actually using the path to liberty, the manuscripts, and utilize them in, them in my life, that when a curveball hits, I'm going for it. And a key to have is people around you that support you in moving through that disaster. Because all of us know that are listening on this call, we have disasters. They take a whole lot of different forms. And I'm going to, I'm going to talk about two personally. I mean, there, I actually, in my, you know, I'm not going to reveal how many years, however, a few years of my life that I've been hit with disasters. And as I look back in my life that I wasn't prepared for a few of them. And so a couple of them, when they hit, when I was younger in my twenties, I ran, that was the only thing I knew what to do. As I started to be introduced to this work and started to practice this work, when disaster hits, I'm prepared. Sure. I have emotion. I have upset. I have anger. I go through all that we go through. However, internally I'm prepared knowing that I have tools inside of me and I have access to the tools to get through it. And I've surrounded myself with people that really support me in getting through it. So, you know, in July, when we had just finished Sci 7, so it was July 29th, it was a Sunday, and the fires were going pretty strong around High Valley Ranch, up in the Sierras and the car fire. But, you know, there was a part of me and all of us that were going, oh, it's never going to hit here. It's never going to hit here. And so, lo and behold, all the staff had come that were coming to volunteer their time to staff Camp Choice. And so, we have 30 graduates on this ranch, and it is so smoky, we can barely see five feet in front of us. And, in fact, Jane Wilhite came and stayed at the Casa with us because she got evacuated from her house. And I got to tell you, is one of the things that, again, that I'm always inspired by Jane Wilhite, the co-founder of Sci Seminars, but I will tell you that throughout this, I was even more inspired. And one of the things that I saw that is that here is a woman that has been practicing this work in her life in every single area, every single side of that square. And it certainly showed up in this disaster. And so here we are. We re finally realized that there is no way that we could possibly have camp choice on this, on this ranch. Now we had no idea that the ranch was going to be on fire, but we knew with all this smoke, there was no way that we possibly could. Well, I'm going to tell you with the like-minded people around you at 1230 at night, we found a camp to take to the, the kids to. And, you know, as LS graduates, uh, we booked into action, took everything that we needed off this ranch and we went there. And there we were at a place that none of us have ever been. That's a whole other story. And, <clears throat> but the point of that story is that disaster was, was coming towards us, but nothing was going to get in the way of us having camp choice. And there were a lot of people aligned behind that. And most importantly, aligned behind that was Jane Wilhite. And then here we go off to camp choice. And now the fire gets closer and closer and closer and closer and I'm going to tell you, it's this woman's strength and the vision that she, has, uh, that she has created for this company and kept alive and living, that graduates around the world were praying, were workshopping, were caseworking to make sure that this place, this ranch, this sacred ground stayed alive. And it did. So I tell you that story because disaster did, was striking. It was happening. And yeah, everyone was upset, but it, you didn't have time to get upset. You had to get into action. You had to get into action. And how many times in our life do we get stuck and we're frozen because we have so many emotions engulfing us that we're like, we are just stuck in the emotion. And so we don't move. And the thing is, you got to move and you're going to move if you're practicing the work. 
So let's just go back because here's a, here's a thing I was thinking about is that, you know, it's the little things that we do every single day where we start to become consistent that prepares us for the big things. And that goes on, on both sides. It's like all the things that we're doing on with ourselves in our life is preparing us for meeting that man or woman of our dreams, is preparing us to be the greatest mother or father or aunt or uncle, is preparing us to create an unbelievable, unbelievable business. And so it's not just, it doesn't like all of a sudden just, you know, fall on your lap. In fact, that reminds me of a quote I had by Vince Lombardi. It's like the man on top of the mountain didn't just fall there. So point being, you just don't all of a sudden, everything's great. You actually have to take a journey to get to the top of the mountain. And the beauty of getting to the top of the mountain is you get to the top of the mountain and all of a sudden, oh my gosh, there's another mountain to climb. And I think that what happens for us is that we get caught up in disasters, in drama. And we start to get our, it's like almost like a whirlwind. We're like caught in it. And we start to take it very personal and we start, oh my gosh, how did I, and I, you know, I get it. How did I create this? Of course, I, I, you know, here I am in responsibility training. Yes, I am the source. And also there are certain things that happen. And so they happen. So what's the choice I'm going to make in that moment so that it doesn't have me? And I think often we get ourselves involved in something that we're taking responsibility for something that has nothing to do with us is that, and I'm going to say that that's not really responsibility that we actually got ourselves sucked into rescuing or taking care of something which has nothing to do with us. So, you know, there's so much I want to say tonight. So there's another quote that before I go on, I want to share with everyone because it's so perfect. I know God will not give me anything I can't handle. I just wish he wouldn't trust me so much. I mean, my gosh, that's by Mother Teresa. And so I really believe that. And based on results, I'm going to tell you right now, people, is that the universe, God, whoever you want to call it, it wouldn't be surfaced up in front of you if you could not deal with it. That's the truth. With every obstacle, that is an opportunity for growth. However, are you using that obstacle as a reason not to move forward or are you using it for a reason to move forward? And another one before we go on, another of my favorite quotes is by Martin Luther King. The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. So just think, I, you know, because we listened to one of Martin Luther King's speech in the leadership seminars, and here is a man that prepared himself, truly was, was being mentored to take a stand for humanity and to stand for what's right. And one of the things that he says in the speech that has always hit home for me is that it's not about the awards that we have on our wall and our awards. Great. Yes. It is the difference that we make on this planet. And so think about that. If we were put on this planet to truly be of contribution, when we get ourselves all, all spun up in drama, of this didn't happen, this shouldn't have happened, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We are taking away from what our real purpose is. But if we're not really practicing the tools, we get, we get thrown off really easy. So that's one of the questions I'm going to ask that you ask yourself tonight is, wow, where am I getting myself distracted by drama versus staying true to my purpose? Where have I get, been caught up in something that I can't do anything about it. What happened in the past happened in the past. Yes, I can have pain about it and I can be sad about it. But if I bring it to this moment, I'm destroying this moment, which is then going to destroy the next moment. So yes, I'm asking you to take very serious stock of your life because what we're actually talking about here is pretty serious is that if you look out in the world, you could find drama anywhere. You could find disaster anywhere. So you could allow that to take you down, or you could actually look at it and go, wait a second, how can I make it better? How can I contribute here instead of it getting me? I mean, Maya Angelou 
has the greatest sayings. And anyone that hasn't listened to any of the things that she's written, I highly recommend it. But she talks about, you know, I'm not in it. Is that you can be in a situation and you can support someone, but you don't have to get engulfed in it. You're not in it. But the only place we'll get ourselves to to living from that place is that we're actually using the work that we've been given. So let's just think of, you know, here we walk into the basic seminar. And again, always on this podcast, we're going to go back to our foundation, the foundation of the basic seminar, which leads to the life success course, which leads to the leadership seminars. So if you look in the basic seminar, even in the first four hours of basic, you are given an incredible tool, a tool called the relaxation cycle. Because one of the key things here is that when disaster strikes, if I'm all wound up, I certainly am not going to choose from a responsible place. I'm going to be reacting versus being proactive. So practicing your relaxation cycle, you again get to still your mind so that you allow yourself to be grounded and centered. So you're taking action versus reacting. And I mean, there is just tool after tool after tool after tool in the basic seminar. And again, if you haven't re-audited the basic for a while, or if you haven't attended the basic for a while, I absolutely say all of it's there. Mr. Wilhite would always say after the, uh, after the leadership seminars, go to the advanced course. It's called the basic. I mean, we all know how much we missed the first time around. In fact, I just did a basic in Scotland and I'm still in awe of everything that's there and even more so committed to taking those extra steps in practicing all the little things. Because honest to God, those little things prepare us for the big things. And so here we are in the basic. And as a result of the basic, you move on to the life success course. You know, there's a thread throughout all of our classes. And that thread is responsibility that I'm the source I choose. Now, sometimes the choices that we make don't work. And guess what? Sometimes those choices that we make set up a disaster. So I can sit from a very victim point of view and beat myself up about those choices. Or I could actually go, okay, that one clearly didn't work. I mean, it's, you know, I was laughing uh, actually earlier today. It's like I was laughing at myself going, oh, damn, I wish I wasn't so damn responsible. You know, like sometimes it's like fun to kind of just be a victim about your circumstances, but it's really a waste of time. You, you got to give yourself a few minutes. All right. However, then you got to get up and go, okay, that didn't work. Because when you actually really are operating from responsible, you can see things so different. I mean, as corny as it it sounds is I can see clearly now, but when I'm standing there and I'm not letting things hit me, I mean, I always tell at the end of SISEP and I always give a visualization tool to the students. And that is, you know what? Sometimes you have to imagine yourself, imagine yourself as a Teflon pan. So when things are getting thrown at you, they just slide off instead of sticking to you. Because what happens, ladies and gentlemen, is when we let stuff stick to us, that binds our spirit. And it really starts to have our soul feel like it's like a dark night. And all we see is what's not working. All we see is darkness. We don't see the light. And so to begin to see, to bring ourselves back out of the darkness, that we have to feed our mind. Remember, our mind is a garden. So what are the pictures that you're putting in your garden? What are the seeds that you're putting in your garden to to grow? I mean, you got it's it's got to be refilled. And as you refill it, that is going to start to break up the source that has created the dark soul. And I'm gonna tell you that one of the keys here is someplace we gotta forgive. And many times that place to forgive, it starts with ourselves. Yes, sometimes we have a disaster uh, business situation. Sometimes we go bankrupt. Sometimes there is a death of a child, oh, the worst situation, our spouse, our siblings. And someplace we've got to forgive. You know, I don't know about anybody else in here that's listening tonight, but I will say that there's been times in my life that I was angry at who brought me into this world. With, you know, my mom and dad, of course but a higher spirit. And, you know, 
I was raised Catholic, so I say God. And so, you know, there's been times I've been mad at God. And I'm like, why am I mad? Why am I mad at that? Like, are you kidding me? Like, that's just silly. But trust me, I spent a little time on it. But the only person that I was hit, that I was hurting in that anger was me. And at some place I had to see the light, that there's a reason that this is, is happening. There really is. I know that sometimes when you're in it, you cannot possibly see it. But I promise you, there is a light. And sometimes it's just, uh, there's a veil. And maybe that veil you can't see through. And it's just like, like this very heavy veil. But you've got to reach out. And you've got to move the veil. And you've got to move the curtain so you can see beyond into the light. And I promise you that that starts with forgiveness. Because making the decision to forgive yourself and or others, that touch it, that in itself touches you at your very core to who you are as a human being. And when you touch that part of yourself, that will bring you hope for the future. It, we cannot change what has happened in the past, but we certainly can change the memory of the past. And we certainly can change how we're seeing the, the moment that we're in right now, which will create the future. And so, Kat, I could just keep going on and on, but I know that you probably are sitting there going, wait a second, there's a couple other things. There's a question here that might pertain to what you're talking about here. Do you want to bring some questions on now? Absolutely. We have quite a few questions that will relate exactly to what you're talking about. Uh, before we go into questions, though, I just want to take a moment for everyone on the call who has not yet done our classes, that if you want more tools to support you in recognizing your brilliance, the basic course has extremely effective techniques that you can put into practice right away to achieve goals beyond what you previously thought possible. And for the results you really want to create in your life, at the PSI Basic Seminar, you get to uncover your limiting beliefs and discover what has been holding you back from living the life of your dreams, whatever that is for you. The Basic is an experiential class where you will be immersed in powerful exercises and get to explore who you are, what you really want, and how to get where you want to go. Again, if there is anything you want more, better, or different for yourself and your life, then go to psibasicseminar.com and get registered for the next PSI Basic. We hold classes in cities across the country, so find a location and date that works for you. Again, that's psibasicseminar.com. Now for some questions. First off, from LB... I just want to learn how to pivot faster. I can easily numb out or put up a wall, and I don't want to do that. How do I shift faster? I think the, the biggest thing is to shift faster is to have a compelling why. When you have a compelling why, that is going to get you out of, the out of your bed and go, let's move. Because when it's just kind of like a nice idea, we will find every reason in the book not to move. So I'm going to suggest that whatever it is, let yourself have that burning desire. Like, I want this. I'm committed. Let's go. Okay, next from AE, how can I keep an open heart amidst the challenges? Well, I guess I would ask my, I have kind of a question back is what do you mean by an open heart? So is that, um, that you keep yourself from being judgmental or what does that mean? How do you interpret that one, Kat? I imagine that to be more of sometimes when tragedy or disaster hits, we shut down and we close off. Uh, so my imagining on that question is how do I stay open? How do I stay open to possibility? How do I stay open to other people who, you know, when I've been hurt, how do I, uh, stay open to what's possible when it seems like everything's falling apart. Gotcha. Okay. Now that was a little more clear because I'm like going open heart because, you know, I'm at site seven. So of course my response is oh, your heart's an organ. Okay. Uh, okay. So aren't you glad you're listening to this podcast tonight, people? You just want to come back to site seven, don't you? Is that, <clears throat> you know, uh, it's a choice. I know that sounds so simple, but it really is. It's a choice. So I can put up a wall. I can shut down, but I also have to go, okay, so what's the price I'm paying? 
am I willing to pay the price of shutting down and putting my internal walls up again? Or is like, wait a second, I got to pull out some courage here and move through this because shutting down and putting up the internal walls, you already know what that's going to do. So again, paint a bigger picture for yourself like this. Oh my gosh. Here's a great line from Jane Wilhite too. This too shall pass. And if we can remember that, it will. We just have to be willing to go through the struggle. And guess what, people? The struggle is real. It really is. And and so often we don't want to feel the struggle. And sometimes we've got to be willing to feel the struggle because that struggle is going to make us a much, much stronger human being. It's like I was talking to the, uh, the team this morning about the butterfly. You know, I mean, a butterfly's inside of a cocoon. And so how often are we attempting to open up that cocoon and pull that butterfly out? Well, wait a second. The, the butterfly to come into being a butterfly has got to go through the process. It's got to go through the struggle. That struggle makes it stronger that its wings can grow and, it's, and it can fly. So how often are you clipping your own wings off? that you're not allowing yourself to go through the struggle to get yourself stronger. Again, opportunities are put there for your strength, for your growth. And if you started to look at all the things that are being thrown at you, it's like, oh my gosh, well, the one good thing about this one is I'm going to become a stronger person. And it just reminds me of that age old saying is, you know what? Take the high road. And why should I take the high road? Because you can, period because you can. And if we go back to what we have in the basic seminar is what you put out comes back. And so start asking yourself, what are you putting out? It's not, it doesn't come back from the same source, but it's going to come back. So if you walk away, just remembering that from tonight, what I put out comes back. That goes all over the board. That goes from what I'm putting out of kindness and love, what I'm putting out in terms of anger and resentment, it's going to come back, not from the same source, but it's going to come back. So thank you very much for that question because that opened up a whole other conversation. So let's have another question. I love that. Everything is there for our growth. Everything. So next from MP. How do I tap into that unconscious fear that I know is holding me back and conquer it? I just find that uh, an interesting question. How do I tap into the unconscious fear? Well, here's the deal. We have fear. So again, uh, fear is there. I mean, courage cannot exist without the presence of fear. So I would say, what are you tapping into your fear for? You already got it. So why, like, why aren't you tapping into your courage? So it's not about the fear. It's about the courage that you've got to call forth from you to break through the fear. And you're going to do that when you have something at stake and something matters to you. Again, ask yourself, what's your compelling why? Like, I want to get up in the morning, man. I want to like go in my life. Like, let's go. And I'm, am I going to get hit by obstacles? Yes, I am. Am I going to be afraid? Yes, I am. Is that like, are people going to reject me? Are people going to criticize me? Yes, they are. But what is it inside of you that you can stand in, in conviction, and that you move through? And to move through it, it's going to take every ounce of courage you have and belief in yourself. So I, would, I wouldn't say tap into the fear. I'd be like, tap into that courage that's inside of you that's going to move through your fear. I love these questions. These are great questions. From KR. I hear that sometimes our greatest learnings or growth can come from our biggest setbacks. How can I expedite the getting from anger, sadness about the setbacks to learning from it? (laughs) Oh, this must be one of my immediate gratification people. Well, you know what? Um, I don't know if that is a, that it's a, I mean, I'm not attempting to not answer your question really and truly. It is a process and it starts from, okay, this is happening for a reason. And so, yes, I'm upset. Yes, I'm sad. So give yourself some, I mean, here's the thing people is we got to give ourselves some time to grieve, but you've got to put a time limit on it. And, you know, I'm I'm not going to do a bunch of personal shares. I'm not going to do that, but I'm going to ask that you do that for yourself is that 
you know, we got to give ourselves permission to grieve. We got to give ourselves permission to cry. However, if you're still crying and grieving about it 10 years later, uh, something's going on. If you're even still grieving about it two years later, something's going on is that if you can keep the mindset again, we're going back to mindset is that I can be upset and I can be hurt and it's time. Sometimes you've got to go to the person and you've got to go communicate about it. And maybe that's not what you're doing. Maybe you're holding it all inside and that's why you're not getting through to it. it you got to, again, as we talked about earlier, are you surrounding yourself with people that you can really have these open, vulnerable, responsible conversations and to come to sort of some sort of resolution is that it is possible, and I, and I say this all the time, is that it's possible to walk, talk, and cry all at the same time. But what we do as human beings is often we start to walk, cry, and we stop, and we want to we talk about the crying, and we want to stay in that, versus it's possible to keep moving, and as we keep moving, we're going to bring out a part of ourselves that has been buried from all those yucky feelings that we have, but we got to keep moving so that we move through it. And from that place, I promise you, you're going to see a different, you're going to see a different angle. But if you stay looking from the same perspective, you're only going to see it from that perspective. That's why you got to move. And that's why you got to have people around you that support you again. And I know you've heard me say this before, support you in a reputation to live up to versus a reputation to live down to. Right, next from CK, how do you balance compassion for what is, for example, disasters people are experiencing, withholding the highest and best vision for possibilities, outcomes, growth opportunities, silver linings, etc.? Well, I think that you uh, hit on a word that's very important, and that is called compassion. Is that if we really look at all of like the major disasters that has happened around the world. In fact, the one that, you know, today's the anniversary is, you know, I don't think I would be saying to people in New York City today, oh, there's a silver lining in this. I would completely 100% be operating from compassion and taking care of people and having empathy and my care level would be heightened. Sometimes that silver lining isn't going to be, like you're not going to see it right away. So you've got to get through through the disaster so you can actually breathe again and you start to come together and you, it will come, but that might not come for a little while. Again, I think that sometimes we want to package this. We want to package our lives. Okay. So when this happens and I do this, when this happens and I do this, that's not always the case. There is a process and there is, as, as has been said, is that we have, sometimes we're in the struggle and we've got to respect that struggle and keep moving. So in that regard, I think they're the key in that question. And, and whoever it is that asked that question is that you got to stay present in the moment. And when you're present in the motion, in the moment with compassion, you'll know exactly what to say to someone and to yourself, because sometimes we've just got to allow ourselves to move through all the emotions to actually get ourselves into that place of nothingness, we've got to be willing to experience it all. And sometimes if we're not willing to experience it all, we'll just keep recreating those emotions or we'll attract situations to keep us in those feelings that are not supporting us, if that makes sense to you. Next from uh, JR. When I feel frozen in fear, what can I do to shake it? When I feel frozen in fear, uh, do three I'm excited and run around the block. No, I'm being completely serious. Is like so think about that. Like and, and I'm sure that everybody on this call has experienced that. Like I am so afraid right now. But again, it's like, okay, I can either stand in this and just or I can just shake it off. One, like it, like sometimes I just got to go for a run. I just got to run. I got to do, I'm excited because uh, if I keep thinking about it, I'm not going to do anything. And so again, action, you know, uh, commitment, action results. There's the key 
And even if you're having fear, you got to move. So you got to start asking yourself, wow, how am I letting fear keep me on the bottom of the change chart instead of looking at, oh my gosh, I have an opportunity here so I can move to the top of the change chart and go opportunity. That means I, I got to get creative. I got to get here. I got to do this. Oh my gosh, I got to move. But if I, if I keep focusing on the fear, remember our minds, we, we're directing our mind's eye. So whatever you're telling Jeannie in your subconscious mind, guess what? You will produce. So start asking, wow, where am I putting the focus? Where Whatever I'm putting my focus on, it's going to happen. To think is to create. Next from RS, how do you maintain your personal boundaries while recovering from disaster? Hmm. That's a t that is a really good question is, uh, how do I, you know, have my personal boundaries? Well, I think, uh, you know, in, as I started this call off is that it's not about the disaster. It's about how you have who you are before the disaster hits. So the question I would have is, do you have personal boundaries right now? And I will assert that if you do, if you are solid as a human being People experience you as that solid human being, and they have respect for you and your limits and your boundaries that you've set, that regardless of the situation, it, you've already put it into play. So it's going to stay there. And you again, you got to go back to communication. If people are crossing a boundary with you, you gotta, you got you, you've got to sit down and have an open, honest conversation with them. And from a responsible place, not from a, you are doing this to me. So you got to set new guidelines. And again, it all goes back to communication. It's so funny how we often think that people are just supposed to know. Well, people don't know until we tell them. People aren't going to just magically, oh, this is what you need. Oh, this is what you want. No, we've got to communicate what our needs are, what our wants are. I have a somewhat related question from PU. What's the best way to deal with totally unreasonable people? <laughs> oh, that is a very good question. And, you know, I guess in, in your eyes, they're unreasonable. And uh, in their eyes, they're very reasonable. So sometimes you've got to agree to disagree. And start asking yourself, okay, wait a second. What's, what kind of relationship am I committed to having with this person? So if I'm attempting to get them to see life through my set of glasses, they're probably not going to. If you go back again to the basic seminar, that's what I love about these podcasts, Kat, is like it always goes back to the basic, right? Is so from victim responsible. So one person's looking at the notebook from this side. The other person's looking at it from this side. So both sides are right based on their point of view. So what if you actually went to and didn't look at them as unreasonable, but you actually went to better understand their point of view and to, and someplace with some people in your life, you want to have them in your life because you love them. You might not agree with anything they say, however you love them. So you just know that there's certain topics you don't really talk about. Because you know you've just got to get to a point of like, okay, let's just agree to disagree. Next up from DA. He wants to know how to handle the unknown. Well, that's a, um, that's a loaded question too, is because how do we really ever know? I mean, that is uh, how do we handle the unknown? There's no... I can only have, you can only have certainty within ourselves. And, you know, of course, in business situations, there we, there's always a formula. Like if you do this, you have this many calls. If you do this, you do this, this, here's the outcome it's going to be. But that's not always going to happen, especially when it comes to people. And especially when it is going for something that we really want, like, it's, and especially if it's foreign territory We've never done it before. I mean, how, how do new, creative, unbelievable things happen and get created in this world is because it's not known. And so you are going on territory that's brand new. How exciting. 
So instead of looking at it from a place of, oh my gosh, this is going to be so, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? Start looking at it like, what an opportunity that I have that I have never gone this path before. I mean, it's like, think of in our life, most of the time we're living our life driving down a two lane highway. As you start to do this work on you in your life, you start to expand your consciousness. You expand your thought process. And pretty soon you start noticing you're living your life and you have six lanes that you can actually drive down. So think about that. So if you're, you're, if you're going out in unknown territory, you're just creating a new lane for you to participate in your life from. I think that is exciting. Absolutely. Next from MB, what is one tangible, actionable step you would advise people to take who are stuck in not being able to shift their perspective when it feels like their worlds are falling apart? Well, I would say that there's actually two things. Is that first thing I would have you do is actually sit down and, okay, your world's falling apart, but I get guarantee you that there are things to be grateful for. And I think that sometimes that we are very hard on ourselves and we look at, you know, like all the things that are not working, but let's just look at the things that are, that are working. And I will say, you know, not to be dramatic, but I am going to be dramatic is that the fact that you are living and breathing is something to be grateful for. So if you're alive and breathing and you can see the world, then that's where you start. Sometimes we have to hit bottom to get back up, but start with, wait a second, what am I grateful for? And I, it reminds me of another quote that I have, which is so perfect for that question. Begin at once to live and count each day as a separate life. So that means whatever happened yesterday, that's a different lifetime. I only have today. So what is today I am grateful for? Walk outside and see the sun shining or just walk outside. And even if it's raining, it's like, my gosh, I am in the world. And so what can my contribution be? You know, there's a famous line, and I'm sure many of you have heard it on this call. When in doubt, focus out. So when you feel all this turbulence in your life, people, and this is really how I'd like to complete the call because I got to get back to the size seven cat, is that, uh, you know, like when we feel like the world is coming at us, look out and go, wait a second, where can I go give? Because there is something magical that happens when we go out and contribute. And the thing about contribution is Someone may never know that it was you that contributed. That's not the point. But go out there and do something for somebody else. So often we get wrapped up in what's in it for me. How about today, tonight, and tomorrow? How can I live out today in greater contribution to mankind? And I will tell you right now that if you live from that place, disasters will not look the same to you. For sure. Next from DM, how do you remain centered, calm, and confident and open consistently? I'm not sure that it, I think it's practice. Again, it's practice. And you will be amazed that if you continue to practice that and notice when you're falling off that, that instead of beating yourself up, that you go, wow, that like, wow, I got distracted on that one and put yourself back on the path. And you keep putting yourself back on the path, keep putting yourself back on the path and without beating yourself up so much, because it sounds like that's a lot that it happens to people is that, and you know, I do the same thing like, oh my gosh, it could have been better. It could have, I could have done this. I could have said this, da, 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 da. however, uh, I'm just beating myself up like, okay, that didn't work. Now, how can I course correct? And so what if you look at how far you've come? versus, oh my gosh, I have so far to go. But look at how far you've come. So often we're not looking at what's right. We're looking at what's wrong versus what's right. 
So we have a number of people on the call tonight who have not yet been to any of our courses. And I was hoping you could take just a couple of minutes to address questions about uh, what our series of classes is about and how we're different from other personal growth work out there. Sure, I'd love to. You just want me to go, like, just talk about the basic and say seven in LS, or do you have specific questions? Yeah, you got it. Talk about what are uh, the series of courses that we offer and uh, what's so powerful about our experiential learning and what sets PSI seminars apart. After all, being the longest running personal growth company in North America and uh, hundreds of thousands of graduates that have really transformed their lives, there must be something there. So for those people who are new tonight, who haven't yet been to the classes, uh, if you could share just a couple of minutes about what our classes do for the people who haven't been. Okay. I would love to do that is that what I love about our classes and what I love about people is first of all, only successful people come to the basic seminar because only successful people think about being more successful. And oftentimes what people are saying to themselves is, well, I don't need this class. I'm, I'm all good. Well, of course you don't need it. However, you can use it because here you get to get off the fast track of life and we're on one for sure. And you get to spend three days with you. So in the basic seminar, about 30% of it is lecture. The other 70% is, as Kat said, experiential. So that kind of sounds kind of weird. But what that means is, is that you're going to be working in a small group. You're going to work in a large group. Uh, you're going to be running around the room because there's a really great exercise on Saturday about commitment and intention. And so you're going to start to examine your thought process. And so your thought process of how you view you, you, how you view people, how you view how things are supposed to be or how they are, how you want them to be. And what you could just start to synchronize inside of yourself is actually start to connect your conscious mind, your subconscious mind, and your superconscious mind and learn some tools that will definitely support you in getting healthier, making more money, getting along much more effectively with people better understanding yourself, and in the whole, quite possibly landing on, wait a second, if where I'm at today is this, where do I really want to be in six months, in a year, in five years? Like, what's really important to me? You know, I always use uh, in this example <clears throat> in the basic seminar in describing our three classes, so I'm going to use it tonight because it's kind of fun, is, so you're lying in your bed and you know, it's morning, the alarm clock has gone off. And for the first time ever, you do not hit the snooze button and you are lying in your bed and you feel more awake, alive. Like you feel every ounce of who you are from the top of your head to the bottom of your toes. You're looking around your, your bedroom and the sun's coming in. You love your room and you're so excited for life. And it's so great. That's the basic. So actually, to get anything done in our life, we, what do we got to do? We got to get out of bed. But how often do, are we lying in bed and we just want to hold on to that feeling so much? And so we just want to you know, take the covers and roll over. Well, the truth is we can't hold on to that feeling. It's just like a glimpse, right? We just can't. We don't recapture it. We can only recapture it by keep moving. But how often do you like just take those covers and go, oh, I just want to stay here? Well, the life success course is all about, okay, people, let's get out of bed. What's all the thinking that has us want to be comfortable? What's all the thinking that has us settling? What's all the thinking that has really stopped us from going for the gusto and really creating true balance in our life on every side of our square, every side of our of, of what we want in our life? How do we get our relationships more intimate and connected? And how do I create this? How do I create that? Like, let's go. And so now I've like gotten myself out of bed and now I'm standing in my room and it's like, okay, boom, let's go make something happen in the world. That's leadership seminars. So leadership seminars is all about leadership of self as women and as men. And one of the greatest things that I think our leadership seminars have evolved into is how do we create partnership, women with women, women with men, men with men, and men with women? And how do we create a synergy working together to create a world better for ourselves, 
and the future, meaning our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren. Because where we are in the world today, we need some work. Things need, like, it's not all about us. It really is about what we're, our legacy and what we're creating for the future. And so that gives you a little tidbit, but it's the greatest, I mean, absolutely bar none, the three greatest journey of classes. And the truth is, people listening on this call, as you know, is that uh, personal growth is a never-ending journey. That's the truth. And it is a ride that is a roller coaster ride that you just stop for a minute. And you're like, wait a second, I want to get back on. Like, it's crazy, like life is. You got your ups and your downs, and it is well worth living. And why not live this life, the only one that we truly have been given, why not live it to the greatest ability that we have? Whether we get thrown this disaster or that disaster, whatever gets thrown at us, imagine if you had every tool available to you inside you and outside of you that you could access to get through whatever gets thrown to you. And that's what I hope all of you walk away from this call tonight, knowing that you have the ability and the capability. And that if you look up, you do have people around you that will support you in being greater than you currently are. And if you don't have those people, those are the people that you want to find and create and create that network around you. Excellent. Do you have any other takeaways from your teaching tonight to leave people with? I say, trust yourself, go for it, forgive yourself. It's a new day. Awesome. I'm excited to see the ranch that has come back to life after the fire when we're all together at the 45th anniversary at the end of the month. And uh, what a timely topic. Thank you so much, Kathy, for your teaching tonight. You are very welcome. And thank you to everyone listening in. We hope that you enjoyed the training and have some new tools to move you forward in the pursuit of your dreams and goals. You definitely don't want to miss next month's training. It's scheduled for Tuesday, October 9th with PSI facilitator Tim O'Kelly. You can register now at PSILive.com. And remember to ask your questions when you register. Again, that's PSILive.com. If you are getting value from our podcast, don't forget to rate us and leave a review on iTunes and definitely share it with anyone you think would benefit. Again, for those of you who are new to PSI seminars and would like to find out more about the PSI Basic course, you can go to PSIBasicSeminar.com where you'll find information about the class as well as the upcoming dates and locations that are open for registration. Thank you everyone for being on the training tonight. We appreciate you taking the time out to listen in. Have a great night.